Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. That's the sound of electricity. It's also the sound of the history of capital punishment in the United States and the surreal battle between inventors Thomas Edison and George Westinghouse. To understand the gruesome history of the death penalty, it is essential to comprehend just how badly Edison wanted to zap Westinghouse. Their rivalry was literally electric. Westinghouse was a purveyor of alternating current voltage, also known as AC. Edison developed direct current voltage, known as DC. A century later, a very loud, very long-haired Australian band inserted a lightning bolt in the middle of those letters, calling itself AC-DC. But back to the 1800s. Edison and Westinghouse, each trying to win lucrative electricity contracts, were fighting over which current was safer. This was a crucial marketing detail, given that the general public's familiarity with electricity was limited to lightning bolts, which, of course, everyone knew could be deadly. Just as the two inventors were battling, a dentist in Buffalo named Alfred Southwick heard about a drunk man dying instantly after touching a generator. That's according to a book by Craig Brandon called The Electric Chair, an unnatural American history. A commission in New York had been contemplating replacing hangings with electrocution. Southwick read about it and thought that executing prisoners with electricity would be more humane than messy hangings. He tested his theory by electrocuting stray animals around town. Then, in November of 1887, Southwick sent Edison a letter about his findings, asking how best to electrocute humans. The Wizard of Menlo Park wrote back, saying he abhorred the idea and would, quote, join heartily in an effort to abolish capital punishment, according to Brandon's book. Southwick, who was apparently a very persistent dentist, wrote Edison again a month later. This time, Edison had a different answer. He suggested that Southwick use Westinghouse's equipment. Edison's logic was twisted, barbaric, and possibly brilliant. If he could convince the world that Westinghouse's alternating current was a swift and efficient killer, his own method would be seen as safer and he would win the race for the consumer market. New York adopted the electric chair as its tool of death, using Westinghouse's alternating current. It was put to the test only a few years later. The first victim, William Kemmler, a drunk who killed his wife with a hatchet. Westinghouse hired Kemmler the best attorney he could find, even taking the case to the Supreme Court. He knew what Edison was up to but the court declined to overturn his death sentence. On August 6, 1890, before the sun rose, Kemmler woke up in his cell, put on a suit, and laced up a pair of polished shoes. The warden led him to a crowded room where an empty oak chair awaited him. The warden strapped Kemmler in, attaching electrodes to his head. It wasn't as clean a method of execution as its supporters had hoped. In fact, it took two tries to execute Kemmler. But eventually, he met his end and the electric chair was born. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.
If you're looking for another podcast to check out, try Edge of Fame from WBUR and The Washington Post. National arts reporter Jeff Edgers paints intimate, surprising audio portraits of actors, musicians, and comedians, from beloved performers you think you already know to up-and-comers bursting onto the scene. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.